my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having a fantastic, amazing day today. As always, be sure if you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us at healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the joint relief formula, buy one, get two free. There's not that many bottles left. I'm having to monitor inventory in the back right now. That's an expiration date of February 2024. So like I said, if you want to grab some of those, that sale's probably going to be over by tomorrow, honestly. So I'm just giving everybody a heads up they want to grab anymore because the inventory is definitely running down very fast with that kind of a discount. So be sure to check that out. Also, along with the immune system support kit on sale right now, that will be changing here in the next couple of days. That's our zinc, D3, and vitamin C, another really, really big kit that's very popular. So be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com. And also the prostate support last day of the sale with product of the week and be sure to vote for what you want to see when coming up tomorrow the b complex and the N-acetylcysteine, both are neck and neck right now. I mean, there's like, I mean, a couple votes off. So if you want the B-complex to win or you want the NAC, the N-acetylcysteine detoxifying formula to win, be sure to get on and vote on the website today. And I'll put those on one of those, whichever one wins, on a big old sale tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. Also, to in other news, this is something I wanted to address really quick because I didn't realize this is becoming such an issue, but apparently it is. There's an article that came out. In the Epic Times, and it was going into detail on a study that was published in the Journal of American Medical Association, JAMA Pediatrics, suggesting that melatonin consumption in U.S. children is becoming increasingly high. They said around one-fifth of American children use melatonin for sleep, and some parents begin administering their children their early age of one. They said the United States has seen a rapid rise in pediatric melatonin use due to sleep problems. Some clinicians attribute these sleep problems to an increase in mental illness and screen use. And I have to agree with this very, very strongly. What we're seeing now, and I've talked to people about this in detail, whether it be whether it be children, whether it be adults, going and looking at screens for significant periods of time, especially at nighttime, will disrupt your sleep pattern. This is a documented fact. This isn't some theory. This is a fact. They've shown now with the pineal gland and with the visual stimulus from the eyes, the bright blue lights on these screens will massively stimulate your body to not produce melatonin, which helps you get sleepy naturally when your body naturally produces it. The body inherently is designed to function with the sun going up as far as waking you up in the morning. So the sunlight's the first thing that wakes you up. That's why dad talked in detail yesterday why it's really good to get sunlight in the morning. One of the best things you can do in the morning, and I've done this for years, sometimes on and off depending if I'm busy, but one of the first things you can do in the morning is go outside, go in your backyard while the sun's coming up, drink a big old glass of water, make sure you got your minerals in it, like 20, 30 ounce glass of water, and get some fresh sunshine even for five minutes in the morning while it's coming up and basically ground. You know, sit in a chair, have your feet on the ground in the grass, and let your body just wake up as the earth and essentially the sun is, you know, coming up on the earth. And this is extremely healthy for the body. First off, the water is helping your body and all your organs detox in the morning. You're rehydrating your cells. You're getting natural sunlight. You're grounding, and you're actually really getting a lot of positive energy in the body. And again, it's not something you got to go do for 30 or 40 minutes, but it really helps the body naturally wake up. Then at nighttime, when the sun starts going down, make sure you're eliminating TV and screen use when it starts getting later. They've said repeatedly now, try to cut out screen use within an hour and a half to two hours before bedtime. Now, that can be very difficult for people if you're working a lot, you're staying up late working. I get it, but that's just what the researchers have shown. 
And now what they're showing is now the amount of children that are starting to use these melatonin supplements is becoming very, very high. They're saying now ages five to nine in this survey that they did, 18.5% of children have used melatonin in the past 30 days. So what's even creepier is between the ages one to four, 5.6% said that they used melatonin last 30 days. This was on a parent uh, survey that they had. Now, the issue with this now is that they're starting to see a massive increase in poison control center responses due to the increase of melatonin ingestion. Now, Again, melatonin is not something that's, you know, if you take too much of it, in most cases, it's not going to kill you. However, as a young child, you overdose on melatonin, it's going to make you incredibly groggy. It can cause all types of issues, including breathing issues if too much is taken. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's a lot of companies out there, and this is one of the reasons why I don't use this type of formula. There's a lot of companies out there that are using melatonin gummies and gummy bears and gummy candy with melatonin in them, sometimes at really high doses. The problem with this is when you start giving a three, four, five-year-old gummy bears full of melatonin every single night to help them sleep, not only are you causing the issues with reducing their body's ability to naturally produce melatonin because whether or not they're having sleep issues, they're using too much screen time or whatever it may be, and you're using it on a regular basis, you're reducing their body's natural production naturally, and you can mess it up in the future. But secondly, you're reinforcing them with gummy bear candy before they go to bed that they're now associating with sleep. They're associating with essentially a candy. And so when parents aren't home or parents are in the other room, these kids are going, oh, I want a melatonin. I want a melatonin. They go get in these bottles. Well, of course, when a child gets into a bottle of gummy bears, they're not going to eat one gummy bear. They're not going to eat two gummy bears. They're going to eat half the bottle of gummy bears, and that's exactly what's reported. As they said, Poison Control Center in the United States has seen a 530% increase in melatonin ingestion reports among children over the last 10 years that have resulted in hospitalizations. This is something, obviously, to really address and look at. I'm not saying that a low, low dosage of melatonin on a very rare basis for a child is going to cause any type of effects negatively, like very low dosage, like you know half of a milligram. But what I am saying is using this stuff on a regular basis, I do not endorse it. I do not recommend it for young children whatsoever. And secondly, I do not recommend the gummy bear system with it. The melatonin we have are a bioactive melatonin. It's three milligrams. There's a reason why it's a low dosage and it works so well because it's bioactive. A lot of the melatonins you see in these formulas that are 10 and 15 and 20 milligrams and people take them and they're like, it doesn't do anything to me. I haven't slept. I've literally had people say this to me and they go like, I can't sleep. I take like two 10 milligram melatonins and I don't sleep still. And I literally give them one of mine. They take one of ours, like three milligrams, you know, an eighth of the dosage. And they go, man, I slept like a baby last night. I said, because you're actually getting a real bioactive melatonin that your body's ingesting and it's using it. It's the same way that goes with like B12 between cyanide, cobalamin, and methylcobalamin. You take in cyanide cobalamin, the body now has to process it in the liver. You have a huge processing, you know, decay from it, not to mention you got a toxicity effect from this uh, cyanide cobalamin, and you really only get about 30% of the melatonin or the B12 that you're getting. 
Whereas you get the methylcobalamin, and the bioactive B12 that we carry, it goes right into the cells. The body doesn't even have to convert it. So there's a big difference on actual quality of nutrients. But also, too, I want to address this because I've heard a lot of parents now using melatonin as a regular basis to keep their kids asleep at night or get them ready for bed. Not saying it can't be used on a very rare basis, but in my opinion, keep it rare at that. And also, too, make sure you keep the dosage very controlled and do not go, in my opinion, with the gummy bear system because these kids start associating these gummy bears with candy and not as actual melatonin drug, essentially, that they need to be very, very careful of when they're using on this. So, again, something to address on that, especially with young children. And make sure, by all means, if they are using screens or watching TVs, cut that crap out before they go to bed. Give them at least an hour or two. Read books. Read books to them. Let them work on some homework. Let them work on some schooling. Let them run around and get their energy out. But letting them watch TV for hours and hours on end or play on iPads and get their dopamine triggers all night, it's not a healthy way to close the night out for young children. And in my opinion, I can personally think as long with the research that's one of the main reasons why you're seeing so many issues with children that aren't able to sleep now also along with a very very poor diet which is also contributing and the 5g system that is becoming increasingly more aggressive and more direct and i've had so many people now over the last couple of years that have been having sleep issues and been talking to me about sleep issues and the first thing i tell them first thing is you know diet obviously get that in check especially at night secondly unplug your wi-fi router put it on an outlet switch you can turn it off whatever you need to do shut that thing down at night you're sleeping you don't need 5g internet for six seven eight hours you're not doing anything at all you're sleeping and i'm telling you right now from the research that has been showing now the degree of strength that 5g continues to go up and what it does to the body and what it does to issues with sleep is very very real and i've had so many people that have started doing that over the years and they come back to me and they're like man i can't believe it austin i started unplugging my wi-fi you know a couple hours before i go to bed Dude, I'm sleeping like a baby now. I said, imagine that. You're not having 5G radiation, microwave energy bombarding you while you're trying to rest and get sleep. It disrupts the cells, my friends. It's not healthy for the body, especially when you're trying to rest and get sleep. So just a few tidbits to look at if you're having some sleep issues because sleep is crucial. You absolutely have to have adequate sleep. It's when your body releases growth hormone and naturally recovers. It's when your body recovers its muscle tissue and repairs them. It's when your cells recover. It's when your brain rests, when it sleeps. It has so many important factors. Sleep is overlooked a lot. And in my opinion, I think I've seen when we've seen a lot with these globalist entities and these groups and these banker boys, they've tried to do everything they can to disrupt sleep patterns because they know it happens to people when they start having issues with insomnia and they start having disrupt sleep. So again, something to look at, want to start off with that and get that health information out there to you so everybody can make a difference and stay stronger and healthier, continue to get the truth out there. What do you think about that information, Dad? How are you doing this morning? Great intro, Austin. Well, melatonin is a hormone. It's produced by the pineal gland. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's important. It's a very, very strong antioxidant. Some people say it's better than vitamin C. And our body, even our cells, manufacture melatonin, you know, along with the pineal gland. And when we calcify the pineal gland using fluoride in the water supply, it destroys the ability to think and sleep at night. And some people say it destroys the ability to have a really good relationship with God in another dimension because of the gland itself. That's more new age stuff, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, whether that's true or not, I'm not going to get into that right now, but I'm going to say that these are some of the thoughts that are out there right now. But, uh, you know, we need to understand something. You know, melatonin, 
it's produced naturally by the body. And young children produce a lot of it because they have to sleep at night because Austin's right. That's when they grow. Now, what parents used to do, and I don't recommend this at all, and I think this is a horrible, horrible thing to do to kids. They used to give them stuff like NyQuil at night just to make them sleep. And uh, that's an unbelievably horrible product because what it does, it's got Tylenol and alcohol in it. And what it does, it, it, it just causes massive liver problems. And so you can overdose on Tylenol very, very quickly. And when you combine it with alcohol, so the small child should never, ever be given that. But I've seen parents do that before. Every time I see it, I always just, I, I mean, I'd be honest with you, I kind of pitch a little biatch fit when I see them do it because I tell them, don't do that. It's not healthy. Of course, either they listen to you or they don't. You know, I learned a long time ago that some people want to hear the truth. Other people don't want to hear the truth. Some people think that they keep making the same stupid mistakes over and over and over again. They get the same good results. And they don't understand why. I don't understand that one either. You know, when I was young, I realized that, you know, if you hit your finger with a hammer, you don't need to do that again. Uh, you know, you need to find a way to, you know, tap the nail down gently if you're not using a nail gun so you don't whack your finger and, you know, end up losing a fingernail. You know, I did that the first few times I used a hammer. I whacked myself in the hand. You know, I was like eight years old and trying to drive a nail. And I thought, this is not going to work. This is the pits. I don't want to do this. But a lot of people continue to hit themselves in the head with a hammer every single day, thinking it's okay and they're going to get different results. You see this in people's lives. They've got this life that's absolutely awful. And I'm, I'm going to talk to you for just a second here. I'm, 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 I'm trying not to get preachy this morning, but I kind of got it under a pretty heavy anointing this morning because I was praying. And, you know, I, here's the thing. We, me and you, Okay, listeners here, because I pray for you all the day, I get under this connection with the Holy Spirit, and sometimes I feel things, and it, it's like a quantum entanglement that we have, and I know that certain people right now are going through certain choices and certain challenges in their life. I know that. I feel it this morning, and you're coming to a crossroad decision right now, and I'm not sure who you are. I know a few of them I may be talking to that are like this right now, and I felt it this morning, and you're going to have to make a decision here pretty quick. And you're going to have to go right or left. It's not going to be one of these you know, forks in the road. It's going to be a right or left. And you're going to have to start making a choice on what you want to do, if you want to do it for God or you want to do it for somebody else. But I've seen so many people now who've made bad choices and they turned the wrong way. And then when you go that direction, it's almost impossible to get going the right direction again because you should have turned left and now you turn right. And now you got to do a bunch of U-turns trying to figure out how to get back if you ever have the opportunity to do that because we always have timelines, which basically are finite. And at a certain point, you can't turn around and go back the other way. So if you're listening to me this morning and you feel that and you know that something's big's coming or you got to make a big choice, a big decision, here's what I suggest that you do. Pray about this. You say, well, that sounds you know, kind of flippant. No, 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 stop. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Prayer will allow the Holy Spirit to lead you through basically making a choice. And if you don't know, don't go. If you know you should need to, if, if, if you want to do this and you feel the Holy Spirit wants you to do it, then you feel the Holy Spirit leading you that way. Let him do that for you. But if you're not sure, just stop. You don't have to be forced. It's like, it's like going to a car dealership and they give you the paperwork for the car. They give you a pencil and a pen. Here, sign this. And you're like, but I'm not sure yet. Well, they'll just sign it. We'll figure it all out later. We'll figure it out with your payments. They just sign this. And you go in and you, well, okay, okay, okay. And you sign it. Now, all of a sudden you find out they've given you. 14 different types of insurance coverage, 14 types of extended warranty coverage. And instead of the bill being, you know, $10,000 for the car, it's 18000 for the car. Okay, I've, I've seen this happen, by the way. And all of a sudden, the dealership makes all this extra money on all these. You know, they give you a tire protection plan and wheel protection plan and all the other things you're going to get. You know, automatic oil changes for the next 20 years. Like you're going to own the car for the 20 years, right? All this stuff that you don't need. So you know, what I do is because I usually change my cars out before the warranties expire. 
I always decline all of it. No, I don't want anything. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The same true is, same thing is true with choices in your life. If you feel that somebody's trying to force you into a decision, don't allow yourself to be forced. The Holy Spirit draws you, okay? He pulls you. He draws you. He doesn't try to force you. You know, he doesn't try to push you. You know, if you ever try to push a string, you can't push a string. You got to pull a string, draw the string, tighten it up and let it pull very slowly, very gently. And that's what God does with you. He allows you to be led by his Holy Spirit. But prayer, ah, prayer, prayer creates scalar energy that changes the fabric of space-time. I've done entire shows on this. And when you pray about things and you let the Holy Spirit guide you, let you show you, and you tell the angels that are ministering spirits, basically go out who are set here to minister to us, to go out and set things up and do things, they're, they're automatically set to do that when you start praying certain things. But always pray in God's will. God's will done God's way never lacks God's support. Sometimes you think it's God's will for you to get involved with some business venture or some person or some individual or some relationship, and you find out later that it was not God's will, and this person is not who you think they are, and all it does is create more and more conflict. There are people out there that are like little tornadoes, and you know, you, 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 from a distance, they kind of look kind of cute, cute, especially if they're over water and they got a little water funnel going. You think, okay, that's all right. But you know, you don't want to be near them because you get caught up in what's called a debris, a debris field, and all this stuff starts hitting. So you get hit, get a hit, hit upside the head. So head, suddenly you get hit upside the head with a toaster, you know, or a car, or you know, or whatever. It's all flying in the debris field, and so now you got to figure out how to get out of the debris field because you're caught up in a vortex and a vacuum. Now, you're stuck in the debris field with this individual. Be very careful on who you associate with. Be very careful in business ventures. Be very careful with business partners. That's really important. you know. But understand, prayer and being led by the Holy Spirit is absolutely critical. Sometimes people will come to you, and they want you to do things that you know you shouldn't ought to do. It could be a business venture. It could be anything. And all of a sudden, you don't feel quite right about doing it. If you don't feel right, don't do it because sometimes it takes you down a path you don't need to go. Invariably, it's always the wrong path. I've seen that repeatedly. That's what the Bible says. Come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. Don't be unequally yoked. Really, really, really important this morning. Now back to melatonin. I'm sorry about the 10-minute segue there, but here's the melatonin thing. Melatonin is really, really important for everything in the body from an antioxidant standpoint. It really slows down the aging process. Children make a lot of melatonin. I agree with Austin. If a child takes some melatonin every once in a while, like give them a quarter of one of our tablets, it'll, 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 that'll be less than one gram, one milligram. It'll, it'll, it'll let them sleep. If, that's, if you've got to do that, but don't do that on a daily basis because what you don't want to do is downregulate their own pineal gland. In other words, why should the pineal gland produce melatonin if you're already giving it to them? The same thing happens with people who go on hormone replacement therapy or steroids when they're younger, when they're athletes. They start to decrease their own body's ability to produce testosterone. And what is happening, they have to go on hormone replacement therapy from that point on. Or if you start on hormone replacement therapy, you have a massive testicular atrophy and the body stops producing its testosterone on its own. So be very, very careful with all of these things that downregulate your own hormonal systems. Plus, Austin's right. Turn off the Wi-Fi router. When you're laying in the bright sunlight or you're walking around you know, a lake or you're basically on a hike and you're in bright sunshine, you don't feel like taking a nap because the pineal gland is not producing any melatonin because it's just bright sunshine. If you basically turn a Wi-Fi router, router on at night in your house, that, the pineal gland sees that Wi-Fi router as 
router, that, that, that radiation coming off that as light. And it stimulates the pineal gland not to produce anything because you're wide awake and you're sitting in bright sunshine. So you can't produce melatonin. That's why you never leave the Wi-Fi router on. Every once in a while, mine's on a switch in the garage, and I turn it off. Every once in a while, I'll forget to turn off the silly Wi-Fi router. And I'll wake up the next morning, and, man, I'm, man, I'm looking rough. My hair's sticking straight up. You know, I'm looking rough. I got bags under my eyes. I'm looking like I'm, you know, I'm you know, ancient of days. And I look in the mirror, and I'm like, what the heck just happened? I walk out of the garage. Wi-Fi router's been on all night. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I slept with a doggone Wi-Fi signal coming through me all night. It does that to me. It's bad enough that you pick up your neighbor's Wi-Fi signal, much less having one that's beaming on you directly from your house. Turn off the Wi-Fi router at night. If you have to unplug it, unplug it, and make sure it has no power going through it. Really important. Austin's 100% right about that because the pineal gland will not think it's nighttime. It's time to go play. It's time to go hike. It's time to go fishing. It's time to go work out. It's all the time. It's time to do anything you want because it's bright sunlight. Because it thinks it's bright sunlight. Very, very important that you understand that. Now, I'm going to cover something that I normally wouldn't cover. Okay, But because of what it is, I need to cover this. E- ESPN and, you know, and basically Disney and, you know, ABC and all the rest of this stuff is a huge function. It's a huge catalyst, you know, for football and sports. And here's an interesting article that came out from uh, on, on what's happened to Florida State University. Everybody knows I'm not and I'm not I'm not lobbying either way as far as for Alabama or for Florida State. I'm just going to make some comments here. Florida State is the ACC champion. They're 13 and zero. They were ranked number three in the nation, number four depending on which poll you're looking at. They won the ACC championship and they were dropped out of the college playoffs. You're just saying that because you're an FSU. No, stop. Let me finish. Okay. I understand what Alabama fans feel because they beat Georgia that they should have supplanted Florida State. I got that. But this is the first time a Power Five conference basically who they basically has been cut out of this. And so you have to ask yourself a question. We've got to look at it. And we need to realize the corruption of college football rears its ugly head again. ESPN and Disney have a vested interest in the SEC or Alabama participating in this in the college finals and playoffs. And the lawsuit should be filed tomorrow. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. I'm going to make a couple of comments here that are my opinion, and I'm going to make a couple of statements that I don't know if they're true or not, but I'm going to ask the question. I'm not saying this is not a statement of fact. It's a statement of questions. You know, Nick Saban, great coach. Alabama is one of the finest football teams ever in the history of the world, period. I'm not, I have no question about that. But we've got to ask ourselves a question. What influence do we have in college football if ESPN and Disney have a vested interest in the SEC participating in the college playoffs? So we have talked to you in depth back in 2014 when Austin and I flew out to Pasadena and we watched Florida State play for the national championship for 2013. And we watched Florida State not, you know, we watched multiple fouls, you know, and, and penalties that were not called on the final drive of Florida State to beat Auburn, including a horse collar, including a face mask. And finally, we won the game, and then we went to buy products at the tents and all the other vendors had been set up, and not one tent or vendor said that Florida State had won the game. It was all Auburn had won, as if it had been predetermined. I'm just telling you what we saw. Now, this is, this is, this is fact. We were there. Now, here's the irony of all of this stuff. This has never, ever happened before. And now Governor DeSantis has gotten involved with it, and Donald Trump, of course, has to run his mouth about it. And Donald Trump weighs in on the controversial college playoff decision, claiming that FSU was treated badly by the committee 
before pinning the blame on Republican rival Ron DeSantis. 13-0 FSU was controversially left out of the playoffs in favor of number 12-1 Alabama. Donald Trump blamed rival Republican president candidate Ron DeSantis. Now, what's interesting about this is former President Donald Trump has now become the latest high-profile figure to blast the decision to omit Florida State from the college football playoffs. Now, there's a bunch of factors here that I'm going to talk about for a second. I'm going to go into speculation now. This is, this is, this is going to be a, just an opinion piece right now. How many people are involved in the Masonic Lodges globally? And how many people realize that the Masonic Lodges and the Benani Berith, you know, in, in Israel are the two highest or is, is, the, is the Masonic Lodge for the Jewish folks? We need to understand something that was directly influential in the forming of Zionism and the forming of the state of Israel, period. And we need to understand also that almost you know, a whole bunch of our presidents have been high-level Masons, including George Washington. We need to also realize that when we had the Civil War – and Albert Pike, who was the highest level Mason in the, in the basically in the United States, and President Johnson took over from President Lincoln, that President Johnson pardoned Albert Pike for war crimes and was impeached over it and wasn't taken out of office. I think he missed by one vote. And then now we also need to understand that Albert Pike has a big statue of him riding on a horse as a Confederate war general in Washington, D.C. The country is and has been run by Masonic lodges since its inception in 1776. Now, whether you want to believe that or not, do some research. They're directly involved in all of it, and this, it's a secret organization, and they believe that they're basically going to be you know, going to heaven anyhow because they have a pact at the highest levels with Lucifer himself. This is just, this is just statements of fact that I'm making right now. Here's the thing that they're taught. They're taught a Mason can never vote against another Mason. Now we're going to get to the brass tacks of this whole introduction here. So in the, in the event of a college football playoff, is Nick Saban a Mason? I'm just asking that question. Is the group of people that run, you know, you know, Alabama, you know, the University of Alabama, are they high-level Masons? I don't know. I'm just making that statement. Are they? It's very hard to find out if these guys are involved in local lodges or not. And are the college football people that are voting on these playoff games, are they high-level Masons? And we realize that these, these organizations are directly tied into, in some cases, into the gambling industry and the organized crime and everything else because a lot of these guys that are in organized crime are also high-level Masons. You know, that's why the Catholic Church brought the Masonic Lodges in in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s when they started laundering huge amounts of money through the Catholic and the Vatican Bank through Operation Gladio and Operation Condor. If you read the book, Operation the Unholy Alliance between the Catholic, the Vatican, the, the Mafia, and the CIA, you know, we've, we've talked about this book in detail. You could see the direct connection. And they brought the Masonic lodges into the Catholic Church, which had been forbidden by, by the law of the Catholic Church for thousands of years to bring these, these secret societies in. They brought them in because they could keep a secret. That's the one thing about the Masons. They teach them real quick because they start talking about you know, doing things they shouldn't ought to do or exposing what's going on. They talk about killing them and cutting out their tongue and hanging them and all kinds of other stuff. They got to take all these blood oaths, these oaths all the time when they're in this, this group. It's some very weird stuff. Remember that, that you have Masonic lodges who basically work with international banking cartels, including the Vatican Bank, that are involved. So my question is this. How involved are the Masonic lodges in this? How involved is organized crime in this? with ESPN and ABC and Disney here, how involved is Disney being all tacked off at Ron DeSantis for what Disney had lost with its Reedy Creek and also what happened as far as the image of Disney? How much of this stuff is being played into this college football playoff? 
mean, Florida State got hosed. Now, I understand that Alabama said that we were number eight. We beat number one. Georgia, we have a right to be there. And Florida State barely beat, you know, you know, their, 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 you know the ACC championship. But they didn't matter. It didn't matter. They won. This is a mess. And, you know, and if Florida State beats Georgia, if they play them in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bowl game, then Florida State's got a right to be unbelievably hacked off. Now, Florida State still was dealing with a third quarterback, but that shows you how good the team was. So did Florida State deserve a role in the national playoffs? And was it because we won a game we weren't supposed to win 10 years ago that we're being punished again? Or are high-level Masons, or any of these coaches Masons, being involved in these decision-making processes? Now, I'm going to ask those questions. Now, I don't know the answers to that. I'm not making that as a clerical statement, not a clerical, a, you know, factual statement. Well, what I am saying is let's take a look at this stuff and see, realize how involved the Masonic Lodges are in all of this stuff. And, and you know, it's interesting, too. You know, here, here's an interesting thing. You know, Freemasons are not collecting the DNA of our children. Well, why in the heck do they want to do this? You know, globalists are now unveiling the mark of the beast for our children through the Freemasons My Chip program. They're clearly concealed the sinister objectives behind this surface. You know, the Freemasons have long stood at the epicenter of numerous conspiracy theories. They're secret in nature, adding fuel to the fire of speculation. Now, the introduction of my chip, Mason chip program, is dressed up as a benevolent child protection tool that has further evoked debate. How could there be a concealed objective beyond the surface? The my chip program refers to the Mason chip program. Stands for Masonic Child Identification Program, this community service initiative sponsored by the North American Masonic Lodges to allegedly aid in the identification and the recovery of missing children. The program involves creating a package of items for parents, which will allegedly help them identify their child. The package includes fingerprints, dental impression, a still video, a still photo, general description, and other pertinent information about the child. The goal, as stated by the Freemasons, is to give parents a tool they can hand over to law enforcement quickly in the case of an emergency. Now, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to post this article. It's on, um, it's on all these pipelines. I'm going to post this article today and let you guys read through it. But this involvement of the Freemasons and the Masonic Lodges and our, and our government and our, and our groups of people that run the country is a nightmare. We see it locally here. When they want something, they can't be voted against by another Freemason. And they push the agendas through that they want. I've got a friend of mine who's passed away now, and I've told you this story. He had a friend of his who was a high-level Freemason wearing their jewelry and all the rings and all this other kind of stuff. And he was basically dredging and blowing up and doing all kinds of stuff on some land that was green, basically basically green swamp. And you weren't allowed to do that without permits from the EPA. They came out there with police in force and arrested him and put him in handcuffs. And he told my friend, Jimmy, he'll be back in a little while. He goes to the doggone police wherever they went, Bartow or wherever they went. And he was never charged with anything. And Jimmy said within an hour he was back. And he was never charged because he had, he told Jimmy because he was a Freemason. Now think about this for a second. Why have we given this group, the number 33, basically for the third of the fallen angels, that kind of power over us? And Albert Pike says in his book, Morals and Dogma, it's the seeding energy of Lucifer they're trying to develop. They, they, they built the United States Capitol as a pentagram. You know, if you look at the road structure up there, it's a disaster, the road of the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C. And one of the legs has an open leg, and that's to trap the seeding energies of Lucifer inside of the capital of the United States. I'm just giving you a fact here now. And all of this was done through the Masonic Lodges. So ask yourself a question. Do you really want to be involved with the Masonic Lodges when they're involved in all this nefarious stuff if you're a Mason? Now, at the lowest level, the lower level initiatives, they have no idea what's going on. They just think it's a business thing to get together and hang, hang out with a few of their friends and do a few weird rituals. They have no idea what they're getting themselves involved in. 
I know one of them locally, very successful contractor. He wears the jewelry and only high level masons are allowed to do that. And he told me one day, oh, I'm not, I'm, I've only went to like one meeting. I'm not involved in any of that stuff. It's all weird. I wouldn't be, he's wearing the jewelry. Letting everybody know he's a mason and he can pretty much do whatever he wants to, as far as what I've seen and nobody ever says anything to him. That's the irony of all of this stuff. When you put a secret society like that in charge of a group of people and the 30th degree initiates have to tell them at that point when they go into that 30th degree, it's set up like a casket room, like a, like a mortuary. And the guy who wrote the Zohar, the Zohar, the book that I talk about all the time, the ancient Canaanite religions of the worship of Baal and Asherah and Lucifer and witchcraft and all the rest of this stuff. The guy who wrote that in 72 AD is supposedly laying in the casket, pretending like he's dead. And he tells you that you have to reject all religion, including Christianity, if you go further, period. That shows you where they're coming from at the 30th degree rituals. That's who runs the planet along with the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan, which are probably all high level masons, also, or most of them. And all of these groups work together in the secret society to run things. And once you understand this and you start seeing it all, you start understanding, hey, wait a minute, this is not okay. We have to figure out how to fix this stuff. And the reality is until we figure out who they are and what they are, and we basically you know, continue to, to, uh, to, to do all of this stuff and understand all the stuff, and, uh, the groups that do all this stuff, we're not going to be able to tell the truth about who they are. But this whole thing is designed through the international banking cartels, through all the different people who are out there to basically turn around and basically run the planet through either Jerusalem, which is probably where it's going to be, or through, you know, you know, or through, or through Geneva, Switzerland with the World Economic Forum. All of this stuff, you know, the WEF, the WHO, GABA, Big Pharma, Big Tech, all of these guys are working together with this bioweapon. All of this stuff has been put together by the same group of Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan, high-level Masonic Lodge people to do all of this stuff. This is the group that runs the planet. Now, you could, you could disagree with me or not. It doesn't make any difference. Do your own research. But once we see this and we understand this, there's a thousand little interchanging networks of FARs working together in cohort in a giant spider web. And in the, in the middle of this is the Kabbalist, Luciferian Synagogue of Satan. They're the ones who run it all because they control the money supply. Without the money, none of this works. That's what people need to understand. It's always about the money. That's why they had to bring in central banks. That's why they had to give us fiat currency, all of this stuff. And I posted an article on this very topic here. And if I have time, when I come back on the next segment, I'm going to look it up real quick. I'll read you part of it. But right now, I'll turn it back over to Austin. But I want to give you that information on Florida State and Alabama. And I'm posing questions. I'm not making any accusations. You know, but I can guarantee you the money that's going to be made now with ABC and ESPN now, if they have an SEC championship team playing for these playoffs, is going to be monstrous with the advertising revenue. What do you think, Austin? What's your next year's story? Uh, the whole thing, obviously, to my opinion, just stinks of corruption. I mean, it's especially with this college football playoff selection committee that's been around for, you know, what, I think 10 years now. And I mean, they've made this decision behind closed doors. Suddenly, they're essentially the judge, jury and executioner of this whole entire conference. And uh, yeah, the, the whole thing, you called it out with the Masons. I'm not going to go into more detail. But I think you're spot on with it. There's a whole lot more stuff going on behind the scenes with this. On top of that, Florida. His has it, you got to understand the state of Florida has had to continually get punished for how we behave down here. Not just talking about Florida State. 
They did this during COVID. They've done it before. Florida's like this big old like redneck stepchild that doesn't want to listen to any of big government's rules. We just kind of do whatever the heck we want down here most of the time. You saw that blatantly during COVID when you had all these other states and all these media outlets and all these newspapers and all these mainstream outlets literally were writing hatchet jobs on Florida every single week and month it was disgusting on how bad they were talking about florida and then look at what happened we kept the economy going very significantly down here in florida the death count of what was happening was minimally low only we only really remember that desivir was killing everybody the amount of people that decided they were not going to comply and they were going to continue to fight back and keep their businesses open was much higher much more significant we would not allow any type of vaccine passports down here whatsoever would not require anybody to get a shot whatsoever as far as from a state standpoint they had some businesses that were trying to do it due to the ocean mandate that biden put in illegally that got reversed by the um Supreme Court, but Florida constantly just does whatever we want down here. And now what's happening is they're using Florida as essentially this go-to piece to overrun now and overwhelm with an enormous amount of illegal immigration coming from the southern border. That's why these subdivisions that are getting built everywhere, we've talked to you about them. There are people moving in and nobody speaks English in any of these subdivisions. Suddenly there's just these three, four, five hundred thousand dollar house subdivisions and they just are sold out before they're even built. And nobody knows where anybody comes from. Nobody's from around here whatsoever. And it's happening all over the state of Florida with hyperdevelopment. And again, this is what happens when you start having groups that control certain sectors behind the scenes with shadow means. And this is what I think happened with the um, football issues with Florida State. But again, that's just my opinion on it. Also, to another news, speaking of shadow means and controlling the narrative, pharmaceutical giant Moderna is again been busted for what is called vaccine information policing online through its disinformation department. This is crazy. According to an exclusive report by investigative journalist Lee Fang and Jack Polson, published the end of last month and unheard, Moderna isn't just manufacturing COVID-19 vaccines anymore or simply trying to just control the stories that Moderna has. They've actually have an entire team now that Moderna has funded on payroll, millions of dollars in this team dedicated to monitoring a wide range of social media platforms, government agencies, websites, and news agencies in the name of addressing the root cause of vaccine hesitancy by identifying and shutting down misinformation that may be negatively affecting the vaccine debate. The internal documents show a sprawling effort to monitor basically every single thing said online on social media and any news media about any type of vaccine policy, COVID policy, about Moderna or any other vaccine companies, Mr. Fang told The Hill. Moderna's monitoring includes a global intelligence division run by Nikki Rudum, who is involved in compiling internal company misinformation reports of high-risk celebrities critical of vaccine mandates, including unvaccinated tennis star Novak uh, Digivok, Djokovic, excuse me, Elon Musk, Russell Brand, and numerous others who have gone out now on social media with huge platforms and called out the vaccines and what they're actually doing. 
Furthermore, they said before joining Moderna's corporate security team in 2022, Rutman worked as an intelligent analysis for the U.S. intelligence community with the FBI and the CIA for 19 years. According to the report, Rutman was working from the FBI's Boston office during the during the COVID-19 pandemic and Operation Warp Speed, which involved weekly cybersecurity meetings with Moderna headquartered in Boston. Before her role with the FBI, Rutman worked with the Director of National Intelligence in DHS and is an advisor on terrorism and mission management and counterintelligence analyst with the Defense Intelligence Agency. Rutman is also one of the many former law enforcement agencies working on Moderna's monitoring team along with drug industry-funded NGO from public good projects, Talkwalker, an artificial intelligence firm that uses its technology to man- monitor all vaccine-related discussions across 150 million websites in over 200 countries. According to Fang, PGB is an anti-misinformation NGO financed through a $1.3 million donation from biotech and innovation organizations along representing Pfizer and Moderna that work closely with all social media platforms, government agencies, and news websites to classify and combat alleged vaccine misinformation. And this, this goes deeper and deeper, guys. You know, we all thought that they were involved with censorship. We all thought they were involved with monitoring. Oh, this goes all the way down to the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, working with the pharmaceutical companies now, with agents from these groups going in and literally controlling anything that is talked about or brought up on any internet platform site. Lest you think censorship is alive and well and right in front of us right now, it's here, it's been here, it's continuing to happen. These, these groups know that they cannot allow the vaccine truth to be talked about. That's why every time information comes out about the vaccine, you notice there's always some mainstream media outlet that's another oh, another emergency event. We've got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. We've got to bring all this stuff up. Suddenly, all this stuff was coming out with the COVID shot about this new updated man they're not a mandate updated booster that they're rolling out and suddenly the fda gives an emergency use authorization for a shot that isn't even needed for six month olds and up and gives an emergency use without any testing suddenly you've got people in israel that have been protesting for the last six months because netanyahu is acting like a dictator with an iron fist suddenly you've got hamas terrorists that fly over the wall while the iron dome is turned off and their entire quick reaction force is basically asleep allegedly in the middle of the day and they fly over with some some paper airplanes with bicycle motors on them and suddenly have this massive attack on israel and now every single media outlet all they do is talk about israel versus hamas not even discussing what's going on with the Palestinian civilians, but that's all they want to talk about now. The timing is not coincidental with this, my friends. That Moderna, and I'm gonna you guys can look up this article. This is crazy with Moderna, what they're involved in. I mean, they've got an entire task force in Moderna dedicated to working with government agencies with retired operational agency, basically individuals, and coming in now and looking up at all this information and monitoring everything here. But when I was reading some of this, I was shocked on how much involvement they have in this because I knew it was bad. I knew they were involved with a whole lot of crazy stuff and trying to make sure that nobody is allowed to talk about anything. But when I found out that they're involved with working with this artificial intelligence firm, 
Talk Walker to use technology to monitor vaccine-related discussions across 150 million websites in over 200 countries. I realized real quick that this is even bigger than we thought and trying to reduce the ability for people to speak freely and to make censorship something that is now just a normal occurrence in the United States. So one thing that I've continued to tell people, make sure you're getting the truth out there. Don't be quiet. Don't be shy. Go to not comply with any of this stuff because they're clearly showing you. Think about it for a second. Just think about this for a second. If Moderna was producing a really high quality, clean vaccine that was really helping people build a natural immunity through a vaccine program against the alleged COVID-19, would they really need to have a $20 million agency embedded in Moderna to block vaccine misinformation if they were really producing something that was amazing and incredible for humans and mankind? Would they really? You know, here at Health Masters, I don't have to have a misinformation task force to monitor people talking poorly about my vitamins online. Granted, I'm much smaller than Moderna, but because I produce something that gets great results, the results speak for themselves. The reviews speak for themselves. The customers speak for themselves. Everybody uses the product, usually loves it in most cases, and continues to use them because they feel great. If Moderna was producing something on that structure, why would they need to come in and censor the entire world's discussions on vaccines because it's misinformation? The answer is they wouldn't. The only time somebody has to come in and cause free speech to be dissolved and restrict people's ability to speak freely and promote censorship is because they don't want you talking about what they're actually doing to everyone. It's the same concept I said before. The only reason that a government agency or a body of people or an individual group of people wants you to be fully disarmed and they don't want you to be able to defend yourself is because they know what they're going to do to you in the future, you're going to shoot them for. That is a fact that goes all the way back through history of mankind, whether it's firearms, bows and arrows, swords, or axes. Anytime somebody wants to disarm you and not allow you to defend yourself, it's because they know in the future they're going to try to do something to you that you would use those weapons against them to defend yourself. And that is a fact of life. And so again, my friends, keep the truth constantly out there. Don't comply with any of this nonsense. And understand, be very cautious with your privacy and your private conversations and what you do and who you talk to, especially about certain things. Obviously, keep getting the truth out there. Obviously, be vocal. But there is a whole degree of infiltration of our freedom and our ability to live freely and speak freely now where people are monitoring stuff we don't even realize. Friday, the genetic testing company 23andMe, the one I tell you guys don't get involved in because they've done multiple pharmaceutical deals to sell people's DNA. Oh, well, they announced that hackers access personal data of about 14,000 individuals, okay? The company also said by accessing these accounts, the hackers were also able to access a significant amount of files containing profile information and other users' ancestry. But what 23andMe would not say how many users were impacted by the breach, the company now has fully disclosed. It turns out those other users who are victims of the data breach, 6 
1.9 million affected individuals in total. An email was sent out by TechCrunch late on Saturday afternoon. 23andMe spokesperson Katie Watson confirmed that hackers accessed the personal information of 5.5 million people who opted in to 23andMe's feature, which allows customers to automatically share data with others. They also confirmed that another group of about 1.4 million people who opted into DNA relatives also had their family tree profile information accessed, including their names, relationships, date of birth, self-reported location, and information that they've also decided to share. This is a complete and total corruption nightmare. I've told you before, this isn't accidental. This isn't a whoopsie, we got hacked again. This information is being sold to the highest bidders in the black market community to gather DNA, to gather ancestry information, to gather personal data, and build databases on everybody further and further and further. They can only gather so much data off internet search engines and what you may say on your phone or text on your phone. It goes to a whole nother level of data digging when they start getting your actual DNA and who you're directly involved with as far as from an ancestry standpoint and where you live and where they live and how everybody's connected. It goes to a whole nother degree of invasion of your privacy when they start getting this information that's already collated and put together in a nice, perfect little picture and they can access it. I don't believe for one second 23andMe got hacked. I don't believe for one second any of these companies are getting hacked. I think they're all directly complicit, my opinion, in allowing this information to be sold to the highest bidder, just like they already did a contract with GlaxoSmithKline two years ago to sell certain DNA to the pharmaceutical company. Of course, it was going to be controlled and people's direct information wasn't going to be used. But so the pharmaceutical agency company could come in and build certain drugs based off certain DNA profiles. You think this stuff is science fiction? This stuff is just getting started, my friends, on what they're getting ready to do and what they're are trying to build data on the entire world. That's why it's so That's right. important to keep your information private. Don't comply. Don't submit. Don't give it out there voluntarily. And by all means, don't allow things to be injected into you that you don't know That's what right. they are. Don't do it, my friends. Keep yourself strong. Keep your mind strong. And always remember, you have to consent to a lot of this stuff. Always, like Ted said earlier, right. beginning of the show, before you start signing things, consenting to things, putting your signature on things, agreeing to things, talking about things, it goes all the way back to law enforcement engagements as well. Don't be giving out information that doesn't need to be given out there. Don't be talking to people about certain things that they don't need to know about. And by all means, people that have your information or your friends or family, make sure they're being also cautious and and being you know, very courteous and not running their mouths as well out there and putting in divulging information that people don't need to know about. Just my two cents on that, Dad. What do you think? You're right, Austin, 100%. Uh, and I want to cover this, and I'm sorry to interrupt Austin right now, but I, I don't want to cover this. I told you that I would. The global power structure behind Operation COVID-19 and COVID kill shot exposed itself, and it lays it out as the top, basically, is the all-seeing eye, which is Lucifer, world monarch, which would be the Antichrist, the Council of 13, world's richest, most powerful families, the bloodline families, the Committee of 300, and then we have all the United Nations, the Council of Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberger Group, the Club of Rome. I'm going to put this – I'm going to post this article. Then we have the world financial control, the world central banks, tax revenue, interest revenue, the Bank of International Settlements, the World Bank. 
you know, the International Monetary Fund. And below that, we have all the major corporations. We've got, you know, we've got Exxon, BP, IBM, all of this stuff, Pfizer. They're all linked together through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard and through circular ownership. And then we have these different religions that were set in place by the Kabbalist, Luciferian, Synagogue of Satan groups, in addition to the Fallen Angel, the Tower of Babel. And then we have world population control under the governments, the intelligence community, the military police, courts, etc. All of this stuff is laid out on this little pyramid. It's pretty good. It says multiple crime waves of COVID-19, bioterrorism, the super COVID vaccination agenda. And the COVID and the 1984 implementation plan could only be executed worldwide via a highly complex, organized global criminal conspiracy supported by every major government controlled by the Kabbalists, which were done through Jeffrey Epstein and blackmailing politicians with his young women. Just thought I'd mention that. The NGO, non-government organizations, scientific research institution, the Fortune 1001 Company, college and universities, the Frankfurt School, the secret societies. That would be the Frankfurt School pushing all of the stuff with Masonic Lodges that we talked about earlier on the planet. So here's the deal. We've got the different groups here. The Illuminati, Black Nobility, Khazaria Mafia, basically Knights of Malta, Society of Jesus. That's, that's, that's an oxymoron, by the way. The Vatican, the British Council, the Committee of Four, 300. The British Crown, the Committee of 300, the Crown Council of 300, Central Banking Cartel, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, International Banking Syndicate, the, the Western Powers, the Deep State, Global Military Industrial Complex, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberger Group, all of this. And it says right in here that all of this is being used to basically do everything, but it's being run through the central banks because that's the only way they can do it by printing money out of thin air. It's all they can do. They're talking about all the different things as far as people in the hospitals and all the bonuses the hospitals got, all of it. Now, a bunch of these hospital chains now are being sold off. I'm sure that's probably to try to you know, ameliorate the problems they're going to have from all the lawsuits they're going to get from doing what they did, all of this stuff. And it says, you know, this is a five major elements is basically the release of the COVID bioweapon, launch of biological chemical weapons, military deployment of five, deployment of 5G and energy weapons, the administration of annual flu programs and childhood vaccination schedules as hybrid bioweapons, and the injections of the bioengineered COVID-19 vaccines as stealth bioweapons. All of this stuff is being used to put a world government that's going to be based out of Jerusalem here in the United States, you know, in the, on the planet, which will be basically following the fallen angels. And when you understand all of that stuff, you start to realize this is a major deal. And we have to understand the amount of complexity here. And, the, and that's exactly what they do, what they want to do. They want to have the ability to have a one world government, one world banking system, one world everything that will be controlled through that all-seeing eye, through Lucifer. This is important that you read this article. It's one of the best ones out there. I love you guys. I prayed for you very intensely last night and again this morning, and you guys are our friends. You're my family. I can always choose my family. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I can always choose my friends. That's what you guys are. Now you're my family. I can't choose my blood family. I can't do that. They were given to me whether I like them or not. You guys I love and I appreciate. Thank you for your support. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, you're spot on on that. And, you know, it's like I say all the time, one of the most first things, one of the most effective things you can do is become knowledgeable on certain topics. Once you become knowledgeable and educated on certain topics, educated individuals, awake individuals that are aware of what's going on are very difficult to control. They really are. They don't comply. They don't go along with things that don't make sense. Like I said earlier last week, does this make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. Okay, then why are we doing it? 
If this doesn't make any sense whatsoever, if there's no benefit to us whatsoever, there's no ROI whatsoever, why are we doing it? Because somebody told us to do it. So that's that's the basis of what all of your decisions go off of now because somebody told you to do it. Simply now that put, you do anything somebody tells you to do? Nah, bro. That's a hard pass for me. And once you grasp that concept and once people start having that thought process – all of a sudden, people start realizing that, yeah, I don't have to comply if I don't want to. My consent is important. Always remember that. And educated people are strong people, and strong people are difficult people to conquer. And that's why they're trying to do everything they can right now to just devolve essentially this younger generation, just put them in this brainwave state that's so useless and so unfunctional that nobody wants to do anything. Nobody wants to stand for anything, and that's not a place – we ever need to be as a society so continue to raise little americans stand up for what you believe stand up for what's true and keep your body strong keep training strong there's one thing about it that i told you guys before one of the most effective things you can do is getting your body strong when your body's strong and your body's conditioned your brain is also strong in most cases and when those two things are strong i mean you can do just about anything and if you got god on your side just it's always a majority, like Dad always says. And again, when you do that too, it shows that you are basically pushing forward. You know, I've told people before, I said, when somebody walks in or I meet somebody and they're in decent shape, and I'm not talking like some bodybuilder, some guy that's all, you know, jacked. I'm talking somebody, you, you can tell they're fit. You can tell they take care of themselves. You immediately have a respect for that individual because you know for a fact that they have the discipline every single day to continually do what's right whether it's eating clean, whether it's training hard, whether it's sleeping, it's not given to you. It's a constant battle every day to maintain your strength and maintain your conditioning every day. There's no days off. There's no given days. There's nothing handed to you. You've got to earn it by yourself, period. Nobody can do it for you. And so again, my friends, represent America, represent the Christians represent the Patriots and continue to keep getting the truth out there and stay educated on all these topics, my friends. There's a lot of stuff that's going on right now and a lot of things people need to be aware of, and it's our job to get the truth out there so they actually have the ability to understand what's happening. Be sure to check out the product of the week, Last Day Prostate Support, and vote for what you want to see win. Coming up tomorrow, I told you guys the B-Complex and N-Acetylcysteine is coming up for vote. And uh, so you guys pick which one you want. Both of them are excellent products, two completely different products, but both of them excellent as always. So again, thank you for the support, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.
Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. 